Today's selection from Calvert Library's digital collection is Throwaway Girls by Andrea Cantos. The Edges of Things, an unnamed girl by an unnamed lake. Everything started with the body at the edge of the lake. I know that now. But back then, all I knew was the rush and gurgle of water where the stream fed into the lake, the gentle sway of yellow irises as the wind lifted their downturned petals and the way the body's legs bobbed in time with the lap of the water against the shore, like part of the girl's spirit was still trying to run from whatever had brought her there, left her there, hastily pulled half onto the shore, eyes closed, mouth open, full lips a watercolor blend of pink roses and the sky before a storm. I knew what dead bodies looked like, even then, I'd been the one to find Edna Drake's body when she collapsed from a heart attack on the way to her mailbox when I was seven. By twelve, I'd seen two of my mom's boyfriend's OD. But this girl wasn't like the others. I inched closer, careful to avoid the soggy spots where I might leave a footprint, and my shadow fell over the girl's face, shielding her from the blaring sun. Her dark hair fanned in a halo around her pale skin, mingling with the grass. I didn't know her, hadn't seen her around the estates. The estates. I choked back a snicker and tears followed right behind. Leaning in, but not too close, I whispered, sorry, I'm sorry. That was wrong, defense mechanism. Sometimes I laugh when things are terrible, like, like a beautiful girl with a necklace of bruises. I sucked in a shuddering breath, really though, who was the first idiot to tack estates to the name of every trailer park? My knees hit the ground before I realized I was moving, cold mud coating my jeans and seeping through the fibers. I whispered, who did this to you? I wasn't expecting an answer, but it felt right to ask. Like maybe some part of her would have the chance to scream out a name in a final shout of justice from her spot in the heavens. Instead, there was only the creak of a heavy branch on a twisted tree. Her thin arm lay outstretched, her inner elbow marked with faded scars. I scooted toward her legs and yanked the sleeves of my shirt down to cover my hands. Then I pulled her all the way onto the shore. She was still then. No more running. No more running, no more wanting, no more pain. Just a beautiful girl lying on the shore in a forever dream. I could have called the cops, but I'd seen the shows. How they'd stick her in a drawer after they cut her up. Gather their evidence, even though no one would look too hard for a girl no one wanted to find. For some people, life begins too far behind the starting line to have any hope of crossing the finish. I closed my eyes and whispered a prayer and an apology. Then I left her there to dream. At the time, I saw the peacefulness of death, the quiet slip into blissful stillness, a relief. I couldn't have been more wrong. I know that now too. If you enjoyed this chapter and are hungry for more, this title is available as an ebook on Hoopla. If you're enjoying Book Bites, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if there are titles or genres that you'd like to hear, 
please email us at calvertlibrarybookbites at gmail.com. Visit calvertlibrary.info for more information and stay tuned for more book bites.